Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Ghosties. I'm Natalie. And I'm Macy. And today we have an exciting episode for you guys. Very exciting. I think this is the one I've looked forward to like since we first started talking about it. Literally, I was going to say, this is when we first decided to start a podcast. This is the one thing that we both were like, this has to happen. So we wanted to do a listener stories episode. And I'm so shocked. First, can I say, I'm so shocked that we actually have stories. We actually have listeners? Yeah, (laughs) that someone actually gave us stories that wasn't directly related to us or that we didn't go to school with from like elementary to college. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I'm just... This is so exciting. Yes. I'm I'm really, really excited to be doing this and to have actual people to talk to. Like, we actually have someone to discuss this with. Y'all are leaving comments. Crazy. We've been asking for all of your paranormal stories from the beginning at the end of, like, every episode, and y'all have not disappointed us. No, not at all. And we've only posted so far, because we're recording this in advance, what? Mm-hmm. Four episodes. Four episodes, and we yeah. already have stories. Mm-hmm. This is so exciting. So we wanted to kind of tell it in a campfire story kind of style. We've done it before in a few other episodes. Yeah. But Our little tea party. Yes, our little ghosties tea parties. That being said, let us know down in the comments if you have any stories of your own. You could also leave a five-star review and <laughs> leave your story in there if you're listening on podcast. Or send us an email at ghostiespod at gmail.com. Maybe we'll do another episode. Hopefully do another episode. Oh, please. Yes. I want to do these like on the regular. I love hearing actual stories because that's my favorite thing. My favorite thing is to hear other people's personal experiences. Yeah. And there, but it's also like validating. It makes me feel less crazy because mm-hmm. like whenever like you're talking to someone that like doesn't believe in this stuff, they're like, like, okay. But like having people reach out and be like, oh, this happened to me. Like I've experienced this. Yes. It's like ah! building our own little community of paranormal believers. And I love it. It's so I fun. love it so much. Our tea for this week is called white strawberry basil super excited to try this one. Oh, me too superb so all right let's pour the tea a weird one this one it's a white tea and we've never had white tea before either of us so it is interesting to me this tea kind of tastes like I'm drinking a tea while kind of like sniffing some herbs in the H-E-B aisle. Yeah, I feel more like I'm drinking tea while I'm chewing a strawberry basil trident <laughs> gum. It's, yeah, it's a, it might grow on me, but not my fave. Anyway, we can move on. I wanted to start with a story that's a little close to home, literally for us. We talked about our own experiences in our haunted house growing up in our second episode. It's a little rough, but you can go back and watch that. It's it's interesting. I believe it is interesting anyway. I think so. But before we posted it, my dad had an experience that I did not know about until after he had watched our episode. Hmm. And after seeing that, because he didn't really know any of our personal stories, we didn't tell him. He doesn't like to talk about that kind of stuff. So yeah, and I don't go around tea, as he says. Yeah. I don't go around just being like, I saw a ghost once. I'm not going to walk up to someone and do that. So, yeah, makes sense. So, after he watched our second episode, he was like, okay, I have a story for you. He had never had any encounters before, but about probably six to eight weeks ago at this point, he said he was sleeping in, in a bed in Kayla's old room. He had stayed up super late and just fell asleep in there and woke up in the dead of night about two three o'clock in the morning of course from a dream hearing a small child's voice from the other room say hello (gasps) 
he he looked up he said he sat straight up and his heart was beating out of his chest just pounding away and he looked into the bathroom because it has a jack and jill bathroom into the other room that was natalie's old room and it sounded like it was coming from that other room it was me sorry guys no it not no one was in there it's it's a room basically a storage at this point right Mm -hmm. now so there's no one in there nothing is ever in there no one goes and plays in there nothing he heard a small child say hello from across through the bathroom in the other room he said he's never experienced anything like that before and he was so just cold sweat Mm -hmm. heart pounding it happened he said he said it was so it's so real and so visceral he just laid back down and tried to go to sleep because he just could not accept it. That makes me feel so scared because of the story and like your feeling in that house that you think like a small child died there. Yeah. It really got me. And that's what I wanted to start with today. That's, so. um, ooh, that gave me the... Coming from someone that is, I would say, probably close to a skeptic. I would say so. Yeah. So, yeah. When he told me, I was like, I have to write this down. Is oh this okay <laughs> to share? Because this is wild. It's a wild addition to our, our own stories. Ew, and it's so recent. Mm-hmm. That's really, that makes me really scared. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our next story is coming from someone that we don't know, which is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our very first um, listener story. It's from someone with the username Mars on um, YouTube. So, shout out to Mars. Hi, Mars. Thank you so much. So, okay. Their story goes... My experience is too long to explain in detail, but here's a summary. When I was 13, my family was moving. We had found our dream home in the historic district of town. However, when my parents took me for a walkthrough, I begged them not to buy the place. It felt so off-putting. My mom agreed it was a little strange, but she had dreamed of buying this exact home since I was in kindergarten. From the very first night I stayed there, things were really creepy. I had my best friend sleep over... I didn't tell her about how the house creeped me out because I didn't want to scare her off. That night, we couldn't sleep, so we were exploring the house a little. When walking down the stairs, we both saw something. It scared me so bad, I fell down the stairs. We went back to my bedroom and tried to forget about it, writing it off as just lack of sleep. I woke up the next morning after having a horrible nightmare. I didn't think much of the dream. Maybe I was freaked out about what happened on the staircase. But when my friend woke up, she told me she had a bad dream as well. I asked what hers was. I'm not kidding when I tell you the dream she described was exactly the one that I had. It's always the dreams. Oh, yeah. Terrified. I was too scared to admit I had the same one. That creeped me out. Even worse, that gave me chills. (laughs) Yeah. Many creepy experiences later, my friend and I decided to buy a board. Mars. (laughs) Have we taught you nothing? (laughs) Um, We decided to buy a board. Things only got worse after that. Creepy stuff started happening when I was with my mom, too. One day, we were in the living room basement, and the lights went out. Assuming the bulb had died, we got up to try to find another, but when we got up, we realized the bulbs were fine. The light had been switched off. Mm -mm. Sorry. (laughs) My mom acted like it was a funny coincidence and moved on. A few weeks later, I noticed she had put locks on outside of the attic doors in the master bedroom. When I asked her why, she told me the doors had been opening themselves at night. These doors were really old and you had to push hard to get them open. That's the first time I realized she was also scared. Mm-hmm. I had when, mi- mom, when mom is scared, we're all scared. We can't. <laughs> we can't. Oh. No. no. Okay. Mom sorry. has to hold it together. Okay. I have many friends over who I wouldn't tell about the house. The more they came over, the more they would tell me how uncomfortable and weird it was. 
One time, my friend even came into my bedroom after using the restroom, angry at me, telling me that wasn't funny. I asked her what she was talking about, and she said I was making weird noises on the door. And when I told her it wasn't me doing it, she cried and asked if we could just go to her house. I had a lot of friends who, after experiencing stay the night, would refuse to sleep until morning if they stayed over. I also used to stay up late, too afraid to even go to the kitchen because of all the weird stuff that happened in the house. I remember one night. I went out for a popsicle and felt a huff of hot air on my neck and felt like I was feeling the same presence I felt the first night on the staircase. I'm getting scared. <laughs> I know. Another time, I heard loud footsteps coming down the stairs around 4 a.m. after a long night of staying in my room out of fear. Same. I was, <laughs> same. I was happy to think the footsteps were my dad coming back down to the living room. I rushed to open my bedroom door but didn't see him at the bottom of the stairs yet. Also didn't hear him walk into the living room. Dad? I cried out. No response. I wandered into the kitchen. Dad? I poked my head down the basement stairs hollering, Hey, Dad! Confused, I walked all the way back towards the living room to find him knocked out cold. I woke him up in a panic and asked if he had just come down the stairs from using the restroom. He told me he had been asleep for hours. The sound of those loud footsteps down the stairs still terrifies me to think about. At this point, I'm like 15. It had gotten so bad, I ended up moving up my bed into the master's room and sleeping in a sectioned off part of my mom's room. That's so me. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking the same thing. Uh, shortly after that, she and I moved out. I would still go visit my dad and the house was too scary to be in, but not too bad. Until one day when we were sitting at the dining room table, his guitar amp started making noise. I grew up around musical equipment, so I asked him if he had heard the noise if the amp was broken. Without thinking, he said, Oh yeah, that's just the sound of someone stepping on the pedal. <laughs> we both sat silent as we realized how strange that was. The noise stopped, so I stood up and approached the pedal, lightly stepping on it and the noise playing again. And he said, Yep, that's the pedal all right. Right when I lifted my foot, the noise stopped, so it wasn't broken or anything like that. Freaked out, he jokingly said, I don't know, maybe I was shaking the ground or something and stomped his foot. Nothing. We both started stomping a little. He said something mockingly and stomped super loud. The noise blasted like someone had put their foot fully pressed on the pedal. Terrified, I stood up and told him I was going home. He quickly stood up to follow me on the verge of tears and asked me if I was really going to leave him alone with it. With it? Ah! Dad scared too. <laughs> Still one of the most chilling experiences ever. I truly feel like there is something dark in that home. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If anyone reads this, thank you for listening to my experience. While I can't blame every weird thing on my old friend and I using the board, I definitely noticed things were much more aggressive after that point. Memories of this house literally haunt me. I don't talk much about it because I don't want people to think I'm some wacko. Join the club. <laughs> well, we don't you think are. you're wacko. <laughs> we don't think you're wacko. No, but I know what I experienced in that home. Yeah. First of all, yeah, you're not a wacko. Where we stand with you, Mars. That, thank you, thank you again for sharing that experience with yeah, us. thank you. That is terrifying. I don't, I don't know that I would have been able to sleep in my own room either. No, and the thing that got me is like the parents having a reaction. Because normally when you're a kid and something scares you, your parents like, ah, oh, no, it's nothing. And oh. they'll never, never let you, like, never let you see them sweat. Yeah, even I do that now with my kids. If something goes on and they're scared, and even if I'm scared, I'm just like, everything's okay. <laughs> like, I just... We're all good. There's nothing to be scared of. And to, for them to admit that they are a little freaked out by mm -hmm. this house, no. They're, 
We believe Ooh. you. There is something dark in that house. Oh my goodness. That's why you don't play with Ouija boards, Mars. <laughs> hey, don't attack them. <laughs> they were a kid. They didn't know. Mm -mm. Well, they hadn't watched do. our video yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so our next series of stories comes from another listener, but it's also somebody that I know. Oh. So hi, Marina. Thanks for writing in. Hi. She starts with, it's been a long while since I've experienced anything. These are going to be as in chronological order as possible. My first paranormal experience was with a Ouija board. Of course. <laughs> I was in college at the time and lived with three other girls in an apartment that was rented through the school. One of the girls, Dee, was a religious Catholic girl, and it's important I tell you that first. One night, the other two girls I lived with and a few other students came over to the apartment to hang out, and one of them had a Ouija board with them. We all decided to try it out, except for Dee. Smart girl. <laughs> she wanted no part of it. As we were playing with it, we were talking to a spirit that had a difficult time spelling out words. We asked the spirit how old it was, and through other questions as well, found out that we were talking to a young girl of about five or six from the Depression era. One of the girls got the bright idea to ask her if she would be able to communicate better by inhabiting one of us, <gasps> and she replied, yes. What is wrong with you? It's not her. What is wrong with your friends? <laughs> this is like Demons 101. <laughs> they then asked her which one, and the pointer moved towards me. <gasps> I immediately moved my hands off of the pointer and was like, hell no, you are not invited and let, and left to go find D. D said prayers over me and we left the apartment after that. I don't know what happened to the Ouija board, but it didn't belong to any of us in the apartment, so it was taken with whoever brought it. Whether the girls are playing a prank on me and moving it, or it was actually a spirit, I will never know, but I will never touch another board ever again. That is horrifying. Oh my gosh. I've, I've never heard that. Ever. And it why would you offer it up? Why would you offer it up? I don't know. I hope they were playing a prank. I really do. I do too, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I, I mean, think it makes sense. Her second story, she titles Deja Vu. I used to have this reoccurring dream for a long time. It didn't happen every night, but it happened often enough to make me go, hmm. This dream started when we lived in Texas before moving back to Chicago. And I always dreamt, had a vision maybe, that I was doing the dishes in this kitchen I didn't recognize. I was washing off a steak knife to put in the dishwasher because I'm weird and pre-wash my dishes before putting them in the dishwasher to hey. get washed again. Me too. Same. <laughs> so do I. Anyway, I was washing off the steak knife and I decided to flip it in the air and try to catch it by the handle. Not weird for me to dream that as I had actually tried that in awake life and had <gasps> succeeded several times. Daredevil. I would not throw a knife. <laughs> Only in my dream, I threw it up in the air, and as it was coming down, I realized that I wasn't going to catch it and had to scooch back. I just barely made it back enough to miss getting stabbed in my big toe on my right foot. Yes, very specific. Mm. Fast forward several years of having this dream, and I now lived in an apartment in Chicago. I was doing the dishes and decided to see if I would still catch a flipped steak knife by the handle. The second I flipped it in the air, I realized I wasn't going to catch mm. it and scooch back just in time to miss it stabbing my big toe on my right foot. At that moment is when I realized that this was the kitchen in that dream. <gasps> I've had other instances of deja vu, but they weren't eventful enough for me to remember them. That's so cool. That's wild. That's that's not even scary. That's just cool to me because mm -hmm. I I do have like my dreams come true. I know that sounds weird, but like if I dream something, it doesn't sound weird after what we just read. Okay, true, but like one. my dreams come true often or like I will have dreams and I'll wake up like I'll have a dream about someone I haven't talked to in a long time. And I just I just know that I need to talk to him. And there have been times where I'm like, 
hey, this is going to sound weird, but I had a dream about you. Like, is this and this and this going on? And they're like, oh my God, yeah, actually. Da, 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 I did da, not da. know that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You never told me that. Mm-hmm. Well, because it was just like, I don't know. I didn't go around telling I people. I had a premonition that <sighs> you were going through something tough. Is this happening? And they're like, that's an exact situation right now well, okay it wasn't exact but it was like close a, enough to be yeah i was like i kind of had a dream Still that crazy. this and this and this was going on and they're like <gasps> whoa but yeah that's crazy that's really cool actually i love that that was really cool okay and the Glad last you're story okay. don't flip <laughs> knives okay the last story she's titled the dream more dreams dreams really interest me mm-hmm. i'm sure we'll have an episode one day about them i have it written down we talked Woo-hoo! about it this last one that I can remember happened also in the Chicago apartment. I remember we had a Middle Eastern couple who lived upstairs with this little girl. Even though the wife was like wafer thin, she walked like she had on cement shoes. <laughs> she was always stomping when she walked. Typical upstairs neighbor behavior. True. Anyway, one night I was having a dream and a little black girl was talking to me in my dream. She looked like she was from the 70s. She had on a long baby blue nightgown with long sleeves and a Peter Pan collar and had three little baby blue buttons in a row on the front from the collar coming down in a column. She had her hair in pigtails and they were held together by those little ponytail holders that were the big balls that you had to twist together to get them to hold your hair up. Anyway, she was whispering to me and telling me that someone in the building was going to die. That we needed to be so quiet. That's when she gasped as we heard stomping. And when I say we heard stomping, I mean that my dream ended because I heard stomping or knocking sounds from outside my door somewhere in the building. I couldn't move and didn't, hoping that whatever made that noise was a neighbor awake and not something coming for me. (laughs) A couple of days after having that dream and during the daytime, I heard that loud stomping and then some knocking, followed by screaming crying. (gasps) Turns out that the husband upstairs died overnight. Oh my gosh. That is horrible. It's horrible, but I just... Who was the little girl? I need to know. Yeah. And and, she and why knew. are you being contacted? Yeah. That is so... I don't even know what to say. I have goosebumps right now. I don't even know what to say. We need Teresa Caputo. <laughs> we need her to sit down. Oh, not really. I'm, I'm not into celebrity Is um, Teresa Caputo mediums. the Long Island medium? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I, I say know Long Island medium, but I didn't want to be wrong. I don't know, but oh, I I always want to know like what's the reason? Why are you being contacted? Yeah. And who was that little girl? I wonder. Did she die in the building? Was she connected to that family somehow? Like, was that her apartment in the seventy? Like, I have so many questions that obviously can't be answered. No. We just can speculate. But that is wild. That is wild. I literally have goosebumps right now. Me like, too. My hairs are standing up on my arm. Scattered throughout all this, I would always have the heebie-jeebies sometimes when I entered a room, like I was being watched. And after I moved to Chicago, one night I got this creepy feeling and turned the lamp next to my bed on so it wasn't dark. The next day I switched the guest room to sleep because I couldn't sleep in that room anymore. Been there, done that. (laughs) It was the fact that I had a mirror over my dresser in there. That was next to my bed. Ever since then, I refused to put that mirror up and would rather not have a mirror in my bedroom I sleep in. We just talked about this. I was just about to say, we just filmed an episode talking about mirrors and i said you should never have mirrors facing your bed because the only times that i really experienced sleep paralysis was when i had a mirror mm-hmm. it was like one of those big dressers with the big mirror directly facing my bed yeah there's something something dark about that when i moved back to texas i got the master bedroom and i remember the only way my bed would fit in that room was against the wall and facing the bathroom 
which means I could look straight into the mirror over the sinks. I would sleep with the bathroom doors closed and a small light on in there. So if I had to go in the middle of the night, it wouldn't be pitch black. There were a couple of times that my cats, Lily and Kitten, cute, both would sit at the front foot of my bed and just stare hard at the closed door. From what I've read, cats will protect their person from evil spirits. I've also heard that. I didn't. All I hear is that cats are mean and they hate you and everyone. (laughs) That's what I see. All cat owners are like, man, I love this thing, but it hates me with everything in it. Oh, that's sad. (laughs) Well, since then, I haven't really had any more dreams or feelings or anything. I don't watch scary movies because the last time I saw a scary movie, it was the first nightmare on Elm Street and it gave me nightmares for months. (laughs) Also same. Also same. Yeah. I saw that when I was like six. Never recovered. Yeah, yeah. I still think about it. I still think about it. So those are all the stories I have that I can remember. Hope you enjoyed them because just typing this email out, I had to turn on some TV for, for, I had to turn on the TV for some noise. Thank you, Great British Baking Show. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was creeping myself out retelling them. Solid choice, by the way. (laughs) It's a good show. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is wild. Those are some wild experiences. That's, you are definitely some type of sensitive. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Thank you for sending that. I'm sorry that you yes. had to <laughs> relive the trauma, but <laughs> oh. Yeah, we did enjoy reading it mm-hmm. and are also scared with you. So <laughs> I might have to go home and watch the great British baking show. Oh my God. Okay, so our next story comes from our cousin, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Thanks for writing. Yeah, thank you. We moved into this house in July of 2022, and there were little strange things you would notice here and there. Like when I would listen to music while cleaning, it would be like on Dance Monkey or something upbeat. And then in the middle of the song, it would change to like classical country, which I didn't listen to. So I don't know how the heck that would happen. And one time I was sitting on the window seat talking to my mother-in-law and I see this. And I see this dark figure walking from the bathroom to the room. And I just froze like no way I saw that. And she said, are you okay? And I told her what I saw. And she said, She had that happen to her before while talking to my father-in-law, but didn't think anything of it. Well, fast forward to Kylan being born in February of 2023, and a few months after when he slept through the night and we moved him into the room with Kaisley. Kylan suddenly starts waking up a lot, which I'm thinking maybe he's teething or not feeling good from shots, so I just go take care of him, but always felt like something was there with us. Not scary, just like hanging out. A few nights of this happening, then Kaisley starts waking up. She's crying and wanting to sleep with us. And here I go again, like maybe Kylan woke her up or she's just used to sleeping with me while I was pregnant with Kylan. So I'm just not sure. Well, finally, I start watching them on the monitor a bit more. And every time around 3 a.m., they are tossing in their sleep, waking up. And so I start to get scared. Yeah, (laughs) I would too. I let it go on for about another week or two. And then one day I'm in the room putting Kylan down for a nap. And I just feel this heat on my shoulders, like someone again is in the room and Kylan wouldn't fall asleep. So I call my mother-in-law and I start to explain what I'm feeling in this moment. And she said that actually the owner of this house before they bought it passed away in the house, like nine years of them having this house. And I never knew this. Okay. So be so like upset, mad. You didn't know someone died before. For real, like that's something your mother-in-law should have told what you before wrong? you bought the house. Oh, that's so scary. Okay, Um. then she told me that when she lived here and the kids' room was her craft room, she kept getting an uneasy feeling in the room, so she finally told the room pretty loud, quote, I am happy you created so many wonderful memories in this house. 
but we are in this house now and are going to take great care of it, so it is okay for you to leave now, knowing we love it as much as you did. Aww. And she said she never had that feeling again. She told me, you don't have to do this because it may sound strange, but that was her experience. I would be doing it immediately. Oh, immediately. Anytime, this might sound insane, but anytime like something scary has happened or like I hear a night, like a night, hear a sound at night, it's like 3 a.m. I don't even think about it. I just start going like, you're not welcome here. Get out. (laughs) I have done that on many occasions as well. And nine times out of 10, it is probably just the wind. Mm-hmm. the door like something but i'm saying it regardless better sorry. safe than sorry yeah back to her story well colt left for work the next day and i'm again in the room putting the kids down for a nap and i get the same uneasy feeling so i'm like okay chelsea now is your chance so i say it out loud in a cracked voice <laughs> we love this home so much and are happy you had so many wonderful memories here but we will take great care of this house now, so it's okay for you to leave. I instantly felt relief after saying this, and I haven't had a weird experience since. And the kids will now sleep through the night, unless teething, of course. But I mean, how crazy saying something so minor instantly made that uneasy feeling and issue go away. I'm sorry, that was wild. That That was insanity. First of all, first of all, my first thought, seeing things on a baby monitor, one of my top fears. Top tier scary. Every single time I go to look at a baby monitor, something in me is like, if I see something, I don't know if I can make it in there to save my child. (laughs) Yes. I mean, honestly, obviously I could, but it still, it still gets me, especially in the middle of the night when you hear little noises. Mm -mm. That's first of all. Second, so glad that it went away when you told it to. It was obviously a nice spirit, just wanting to make sure that you were there and going to take care of their home. Mm -hmm. It's attached. It loves, it loved that place. They love that place, yeah. obviously, when they live there in in life and they want to make sure that it's being taken care of. So glad that went away. I'm glad you're not experiencing that anymore, but that is so scary. Yeah. Literally, my first thought was the baby monitor thing. I was like, absolutely not. I don't like them. Anytime I've ever stayed and watched your kids and you're like, oh, they're just sleeping. I hate looking in that monitor. It's the middle of the day. They're having a nap. I hate looking in that thing. I don't want to see what's going yeah. on. In my mind's I'll- eye, I see it like, some ghostly woman or something standing yes. with them and i was like please don't be there please don't yes there. and then the 3 a.m thing that's you know that's the the ghostly hour the demon mm-hmm. hour but i don't think that was a demon i think that was just a an attached spirit but mm-hmm. that is so scary dude oh my god yeah, that's freaky thanks for sharing that with us that's yeah. that was wild okay so i have two stories one's really short and just a quick through and the other one we'll talk about when we get there but Our first one is from our Mimi. Hey, Mimi. Ah, We've talked about her several times. (laughs) She is our cool grandma. (laughs) And she told me this story when we got to talking about the podcast. She said that before her mom passed away, she and her made an agreement that they would, kind of like we had talked about before, that they would send each other Mm -hmm. like a sign to make sure that they were okay and were living their best afterlife. Yeah. But it was going to be something to do with angels because they're very, very connected with angels and they talk they used to talk about angels all the time my grandma has tons of books about angels Mm -hmm. but it had to be connected to angels that was their agreement well one night after she had passed shortly after she had passed my mimi was sleeping in bed peacefully and then suddenly was awoken by a book flying off of her nightstand it was on a little easel sitting on her nightstand and it just flew off not like fell down it flew across the room and fell down she picked it up it was the book was titled angels 101 
when she told me that i got teary-eyed i feel emotional yeah it was beautiful and she said she knows without a doubt that that was her mom I'm about to giving cry. her a sign i'm about to cry yeah it was beautiful oh my god and i wanted to share that because it was such a nice story she was such a a good soul such a nice lady mm-hmm. <laughs> and our next story comes from another listener she emailed us um so excited that is so excited that was our first email and we like macy sent me a screenshot i was like oh my god yeah and then i'm gonna print it out and frame it yeah so put it up in my house if you're listening you have no idea what that did for us we appreciate it so much we really do thank you so much she says hello my name is victoria and this haunting happened to me when i was about eight years old i'm currently 24 years old and since then it stayed in my mind i've always been into the supernatural and magic something has always drawn me to it i like to say maybe it's because my great grandpa was a Curandero? Sorry, I don't speak Spanish. A witch doctor in northern Mexico. So I've always been sensitive to energy changes and whatnot. So basically, my brothers and I shared a room. My little brother and I on the top bunk and my older brother in the bottom bunk. We had a little nightlight that used to change colors every other second to light up our pitch black room. This reminds me of us. (laughs) I was trying to sleep when I felt like I needed to open my eyes right away. I opened them just to see my big Winnie the Pooh bear moving from side to side as if something or itself was moving it almost like a baby. Like rocking. Oh. I was laying down all the way on the other side of the room. I shut my eyes and tried not to cry. I covered my eyes with my heavy Mexican blanket, but I needed to get air and once I took it off, I felt a heavy presence over me. My body felt hot and I couldn't move. I tried screaming out for my brother, but I was too scared. I'm sorry. I've I got know, chills. I, I know. That's really freaking me out. Once I tried that, all I heard was a gummy smile. You know <gasps> when your mouth makes a noise when you smile? Well, exactly like that. <laughs> biggest fear. Biggest fear. I feel fear. sick. Oh, some, that, just, that just did something to me. <laughs> all I thought was get up and run. I kept waiting for the nightlight to change to a bright color, but it felt like it stayed stuck in red forever. Finally, I was able to scream out and I ran down, grabbed my puppy and booked it to my parents' bedroom and they didn't believe me. There had been many more times where whatever it was attacked me and my younger cousins, but never the adults. We stayed in that house for about three more years before we finally left. Glad to say nothing too crazy has happened in our new house, but here and there, we still feel small energy shifts. Love y'all's podcast. Can't wait to hear more stories. Much love from South Texas. Thank you. We love you too. Oh, that's so cute. But what? Mm Mm-mm. I didn't like that at all. Oh, my God. So do you remember the movie Drag Me to Hell? Yes. Yes. (laughs) That was my, um, that's my, what is it? That was my Roman Empire. That's what I think about every, (laughs) every day. That was the first, like, like, real scary movie that I was, like, allowed to watch or that I thought I was brave enough to watch. Mm -hmm. We watched it in the movie theater. And I don't even remember what it's about. I remember one scene where there was like an old woman face. Yeah. And she was like smiling, right? Yeah. And I remember that. And I remember screaming so loud at a jump scare that everybody in the theater laughed at me. Yeah, I remember that too. When you said the gummy the smile. Gummy smile. Mm-hmm. PTSD. I went, I went <laughs> right back there into that theater. Oh, that is so yeah. scary. Yeah. The mouth noises with the smile. <gasps> That really got me. That really got me. I had, yeah, I, I need to say a couple prayers. <laughs> I feel sick. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I'm so, so glad that you're not experiencing anything like that anymore. Oh, no. That's terrifying. But I don't even know what to say. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> thanks for giving us some nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Okay. 
So our next little um, set of stories comes from uh, one of my friends. Her name is Brittany. She said I could say her name. She is actually, when we talked about like our Ouija board story and I was talking about like, oh yeah, if my friends were doing them, she's the one. <laughs> she's the one that <laughs> would do the, the Ouija boards. Yep. She's, yeah, she's the one. So she sent me a few stories. So I'm just going to kind of read a few of them. She sent me a lot, but I'm just going to give you a few. <laughs> she's had a lot yeah. of experiences. So, so her first story goes, I was letting my dogs outside in their little fence area around 1 to 2 a.m. Mm -mm. And I don't like to leave them outside alone at night because, you know, coyotes and bears. So anyway, I started hearing someone or something casually whistling, like a tune type of whistle, not like calling a dog or something. It at first sounded like it was coming from down the road, but I couldn't tell because we're surrounded by woods. So it also sounded like it was coming from behind our camper in the woods. And then it was like surrounding me coming from all different directions, closer to me. I felt like I was in a different world in this moment, like time had stopped. At first, I was like, okay, I'm just tripping, and I didn't hear it for a second. But then it kept getting closer and closer, and I freaked the F out and grabbed Naya and Zena, her dogs, and ran into the camper. I was like, Taylor, Taylor, something's whistling outside. Taylor's her husband. And he was dead asleep and said, I don't care. <laughs> Anyways, I peeked out the door and she said, side note, I'd be, I'd be the girl to die in a scary movie. <laughs> um, I peeked out the door and it was silent. No more whistling. So I was telling one of Taylor's friends and he was like, that's the, that's the, okay, excuse my Spanish, the, the bruja, which means witch. the witch in Spanish. So from then on, I wouldn't let the dogs outside by myself at night for a week, for weeks. And she said, my heart is racing and shaking right now talking about it again. Um, sorry. When you said that was the, the bruja, the witch, that I don't know why, but that a fear just washed over yeah. me. When you put like a like a, a thing to it, like a... I'm just visualizing just being in the dark and from the darkness surrounding you. Because they don't live in the city, do they? No, no. no. The, so the darkness surrounding you, it's pitch black out there and you just hear whistling coming from all around. Like, I'm like, my <laughs> mouth is numb right now. <laughs> I know I read this one and I was like, oh, oh, boy. Okay. But yeah, she has more. She has more. Ooh. We're getting into it. And she gave us a reason for why these things might be happening to her. So, um, okay. I can't wait to hear that. Honestly, it's her own fault. <laughs> so, because they're building a house. So they're like living in a, like a camper right now. So, um, that's pertinent to the story. So I mentioned that Taylor's old house is where our camper is sitting now. Well, if you specifically look at where it sits, our camper is actually, it actually sits where Taylor's bedroom was at. When he was around 10 or 12 years old and was asleep, he was rudely awakened by something slamming super hard in his bedroom. He was too scared to get up, so he put his head under the covers to go back to sleep. Same. He said he was sweating bullets and freaking the heck out, but was frozen and couldn't get up. His mom came into his bedroom that morning to wake him up, and you know those dressers that have the big mirrors attached to them? <laughs> It was laying on the ground face up. So the mirror was facing the ceiling and it was not broken. And then she said, isn't that weird? How does a mirror fall from that high face up and not shatter? And then she said, I'm convinced that that was a portal. I am in shock <laughs> wait, right wait, now. Wait, wait, there's more. She said, side note, there's this little shed type thing that sits on his parents' property. It's right behind our camper. Like we could probably reach out of the window and touch it. Well, his parents said... It came with the property and that an old man that used to live in it apparently committed suicide in that shed. Tear it down. <laughs> so that's story number two. I don't like that at all. We're 
we just said about the mirror thing. I used to have mm-hmm. one of those, the big dresser with the mirror. I used to have one. There's something dark about those, oh. and I don't know what it is. I, but if you have one in your bedroom, take it down. I have never, ever, ever had a mirror in my bedroom, ever, my whole life. No, never. Okay? That's one. I always shut my bathroom door oh. at night because something about a bathroom Duh. in the nighttime just gets me. So I, I don't like mirrors in the nighttime no me neither. at all in any way shape or form the fact that it fell to the ground face no. up no how face up done next <laughs> gets next. Me. also side note since we did our like bloody mirror and mirrors episode i have not been able to look in the mirror i have I mean, you kind of weren't before like i got my lashes done and i wanted to look at them and like i saw my eyes and i said oh i don't need to see what my appearance is not my not my problem another story involving her husband She's a she's a nurse, so she works like um, night shifts. Mm-hmm. So she said, Taylor called me at work the other night at like 1 a.m. I never get calls from him while I'm working and it freaked me out. So I answered. So he called me freaking the F out because he said that he was woken up by someone whispering in his ear. Mm-mm. Run, Taylor. I was like, run. oh, this guy's just dreaming. And he was like, I literally felt something like touching me and it felt heavy. While we've been living here, I'll be on the phone with my mom and she'll randomly ask me sometimes, who's that man talking in the background? And I'm like, I'm alone with no TV on. What do you mean? She's asked me a few times and it freaks me out every time. Get rid of the shed. (laughs) Number one. You better bless yourselves before you move into your new house. Because don't bring it with you. That's my thing. What if it's attached to them and not that land or the camper? You need to go to to a priest and get blessed the reason i'm saying this she also said i'm convinced something has followed me from this place or attached itself to me because i'll be in my car at night and my radio turns up and down by itself like i can physically see it with my eyes turning up and down and i don't know what it's about but it's freaky and to add to that she has so much yeah and then she told me after this she was like i have more and i'll tell you later and this is the reason at least i think The reason that she's haunted? Mm -hmm. Okay. Besides playing with Ouija boards as a teenager. Okay. She said, I've never had this kind of stuff happen to me before. And when we were in Las Vegas and we went to Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know who that is. Which is a museum that has different haunted artifacts and dolls and stuff. It has like the devil's rocking chair from the conjuring house, Peggy the doll, etc. Yeah, he's a big paranormal dude. Okay. Well, she went to his museum. She said, it was super interesting. Moral of the story is you're supposed to leave something, like a penny or something personal, anything really, before leaving the room as like a peace offering to not follow you out of the museum. Mm-hmm. Well, I did not. Why? And Taylor did. Why? Why? <laughs> Ever since then, he's convinced I'm possessed and have an attachment. So we're supposed to go back just so I can leave something in that room. I just wanted to test my theory, okay? Leave like two or three something. <laughs> That is terrifying. Why would you put him through that? Yeah, your poor <laughs> husband. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's gonna haunt my dreams. Yeah, she also said that like her mom's house is haunted, but we can save that for another time. Yeah, I want to hear that story too. Yeah, but Brittany, girl, you see, that's what happens when you play with Ouija boards. She's girl. skeptical, and she was telling me she sent me these all these messages, and she was like, "I'm just skeptical. I just wanted to test the theory." Still, she's still skeptical. <laughs> Because I, I feel like it's made its presence known. I don't know. But there's something. But we have one more story. So let's get to it. This comes from my friend, 
<laughs> also another friend, Chelsea, avid listener. Thanks, Chelsea. <laughs> Thank you so much. But here it goes. So the town I grew up in was way haunted. And I have other stories about this town, but this story is probably one of the scariest things I've encountered. I have always thought I was sensitive to the spirit realm because spirits always seem to target me. Love that for me. <laughs> Let me give a little backstory. My mom used to work at an elementary school and it started to be a known thing that this place was extremely creepy at night. I'm talking pots and pans banging, janitors hearing growling in their <gasps> ears, and full-on apparitions caught on camera. Growling? My mom became part of a school staff ghost hunter club. Okay, that makes sense. That tracks, Becky. <laughs> they would catch full apparitions on cameras of a guy in overalls and a straw hat and a little girl with a cleft lip looking through the same window. Very detailed reflections. So she sent me maps of this elementary school, and it's like cemetery cemetery haunted bridge and like road school so it's like a hub of paranormal activity surrounding this little elementary school oh my god yeah why did why i asked the same do question. school developers always do this there are so many elementary schools right next I to cemeteries said that it's like it's always the elementary school it's always <gasps> they had camera footage of a ca of the cafeteria kitchen at night where you could see pots and pans move across counters and clank the janitors would complain to my mom about cleaning the bathrooms in a specific hall because they would hear growling in their ears i would throw up <laughs> that's what she said but same the stage in the cafeteria was known for having a dark spirit that would hang out behind the curtains and i don't remember exactly what happened there but i'll ask my mom let us know so naturally when my mom tells me all this I decided I would go to this place at night and oh. see what all the fuss was about. So I asked my friend at the time who was the daughter of a staff member to go and we organized it with the janitors to let us in so we could investigate. It was a different time. I don't think that would fly nowadays. <laughs> I was kind of skeptical at first, but boy was I wrong. <gasps> so we went to all the hot spots where all, a lot of activity happened. We went to the classroom that the pictures were taken in and sat there with the lights off while the janitor called out to the little girl. We sat there and then the art hanging from strings started circling. I remember the presence of this spirit being so intense, I literally got into my friend's lap because I was terrified. I looked over towards the play kitchen and the play kitchen toys are literally moving like someone is playing with them, but there's no one there. I was ready to leave that room. Oh my God. I can't breathe. No. We then went to my mom's library, where I personally have had experiences in, but that's for another time. We sat in the middle of the rug, and the janitor started reaching out to the spirits who allegedly haunts the library. They call her the lady in the white dress because that's what she looks, li looks like when you see her. As we are sitting there, the computers start turning off one by one until they are all off and then reboot. We sat in there for a little while longer, but nothing else happened. Praise Jesus. <laughs> I know from experience she doesn't like performing for a crowd. We then head to the cafeteria where a lot of the activity is reported. We sit at one of the tables and just kind of take in the energy and see what happens. We are just sitting there when all of a sudden my friend starts crying and she said there's a little boy here and he's so sad. I just got chills. Oh my god. I was like, get real. There's no way all of this is happening in one night. Well, she points over to where she sees the boy and I look over and I kid you not, I saw a small shadow walk along the far wall lined with windows. No! I need a moment. Oh my god! He walked back and forth a couple of times and we all sat there in awe. I wasn't scared, but just frozen. Then my friend, well, I'm scared. <laughs> then my friend started talking about how the boy was scared. And just as I asked of what, I saw a flash of a man in the window and the little boy was gone. Shut. Stop. 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 
up. Bye right now. I ran so fast out of the cafeteria into the front door. I was ready to go. That's kind of where this story ends. I'll try and see if my mom has more details about the school and, rem and remembers anything that I left out. But that place is no joke. I've never felt so much energy at a place in my life. That's so sad. That's so sad. That was so sad and so scary. And yeah. I literally cannot function right now. I, I'm terrified. That's so scary. I'm terrified. I just picture the little boy. I don't know. Her friend like getting running. like feeling the energy and feeling the feelings of the little boy. And like, he's so sad. Okay, I almost cried. And then he's so scared. And then this man pops up. No, no, That's thank you. That's so sad. That's horribly oh sad. Oh my God. Horribly terrifying. I literally am about to cry. Like I have tears in my I'm eyes right now. I'm sick. I'm sick. These stories, there's something about like, when we were reading like facts and like, you know, things from the internet. I'm like, oh, scary. But these are people we know or like people or that people we're interacting with sending in their that's why i like personal stories is because it's it's more visceral for me mm -hmm. to hear it like from the source yeah. the gummy smile i'm never going to recover no victoria you got me you got me you got me gal thanks that was horrifying i have no further comment <laughs> no i don't know what else there is to say besides <laughs> i don't know that i'll sleep tonight mm -mm. so thanks everybody <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> thanks for another sleepless night <laughs> oh my god uh, we haven't recorded like a like an actual one that like really scared me in, in a like while. a couple episodes yeah. been like a couple weeks this should like shock me back Got my blood pumping yeah i'm hot oh <sighs> yeah so i'm ready to leave it there then yep that's in, all good for in, me that's in all the midst of terror mm -hmm. thanks again everybody for sending in your stories if you're listening and you have any stories you want to tell us please send them our way we are terrified, but we enjoy this. Terror. Oh, this was <laughs> so fun. This was so fun. And I know we said it at the beginning, but just like having people send it in is just mm -hmm. so, so cool. Like we appreciate our friends, but especially like the people on YouTube or like emailing us. It just means like, oh, it doesn't feel like we're talking to ourselves anymore. Yes. And it's nice to know that we're building this little community with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So Even if it's way. like two people, I'm still like, like, yes, I'm having that so is much perfectly fun. fine with me. Yeah, me too. But we appreciate all of you taking the time to listen today and hopefully in future episodes. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast. Five stars, five stars. And we'd love to know what you think, really. We're always looking to improve. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave us a comment. Let us know if you have any spooky stories. Also, let us know if there's anything in particular that y'all want us to talk about. Oh, yeah. We're I've had someone tell me that we need to do an episode on a certain thing. So like let us know we have a whole list we but do. like we can always do more oh yeah i want to do this forever so me too so <laughs> send us all of your suggestions don't forget to share this video too if you found it interesting you can also follow us on instagram at ghosties pod you can dm us there as well we read basically everything at this point <laughs> but we're so excited to continue on this adventure with you guys and we will see you next monday yep bye bye, bye.